Today is the fourth day of October. Welcome to PsalmsCast. I am Denise. It is wonderful to be here with you today as we continue our journey deeper into the book of Psalms. Today we will journey through Psalm 4, Psalm 34, Psalm 64, Psalm 94, and Psalm 124. I'm reading from the Living Bible. Now if you would like to follow along, just jump over to BibleGateway.com, select the Living Bible Translation, and then type in the search bar Psalm 4, 34, 64, 94, 124, and it will pull up all the text for today. But before we dive in, let's do as we do every day and pause for a moment to center ourselves and invite the Lord to be our focus. Father, we come humbly into this place seeking you. Pour into our lives your truth. We are desperate for hope. We are desperate for your peace and the joy that can only be an outpouring from you. Open our hearts and our minds to you and allow our lives to be transformed by the power of your life-giving words. We ask that you lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey today. Psalm 4 O God, you have declared me perfect in your eyes. You have always cared for me in my distress. Now hear me as I call again. Have mercy on me. Hear my prayer. The Lord asks, Sons of men, will you forever turn my glory into shame by worshiping these silly idols when every claim that's made for them is false? Mark this well. The Lord has set apart the redeemed for himself. Therefore, he will listen to me and answer when I call to him. Stand before the Lord in awe and do not sin against him. Lie quietly upon your bed in silent meditation. Put your trust in the Lord and offer him pleasing sacrifices. Many say that God will never help us. Prove them wrong. O Lord, by letting the light of your face shine down upon us. Yes, the gladness you have given me is far greater than their joy at harvest time as they gaze at their beautiful crops. I will lie down in peace and sleep, for though I am alone, O Lord, you will keep me safe. Psalm 34 I will praise the Lord no matter what happens. I will constantly speak of His glories and grace. I will boast of all His kindness to me. Let all who are discouraged take heart. Let us praise the Lord together and exalt His name. For I cried to Him, and He answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Others too were radiant at what He did for them. Theirs was no downcast look of rejection. This poor man cried to the Lord, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of his troubles. For the angel of the Lord guards and rescues all who reverence him. Oh, put God to the test and see how kind he is. See for yourself the way his mercies shower down on all who trust in him. 
If you belong to the Lord, reverence him, for everyone who does this has everything he needs. Even strong young lions sometimes go hungry, but those of us who reverence the Lord will never lack any good thing. Sons and daughters, come and listen and let me teach you the importance of trusting and fearing the Lord. Do you want a long and good life? Then watch your tongue. Keep your lips from lying. Turn from all known sin and spend your time in doing good. Try to live in peace with everyone. Work hard at it. For the eyes of the Lord are intently watching all who live good lives, and he gives attention when they cry to him. But the Lord has made up his mind to wipe out even the memory of evil men from the earth. Yes, the Lord hears the good man when he calls to him for help and saves him out of all his troubles. The Lord is close to those whose hearts are breaking. He rescues those who are humbly sorry for their sins. The good man does not escape all troubles. He has them too. But the Lord helps him in each and every one. Not one of his bones is broken. Calamity will surely overtake the wicked. Heavy penalties are met out for those who hate the good. But as for those who serve the Lord, He will redeem them. Everyone who takes refuge in Him will be freely pardoned. Psalm 64 Lord, listen to my complaint. O preserve my life from the conspiracy of these wicked men, these gangs of criminals. They cut me down with sharpened tongues. They aim their bitter words like arrows straight at my heart. They shoot from ambush at the innocent. Suddenly, the deed is done, yet they are not afraid. They encourage each other to do evil. They meet in secret to set their traps. He will never notice them here, they say. They keep a sharp lookout for opportunities of crime. They spend long hours with all their endless evil thoughts and plans. But God himself will shoot them down. Suddenly, his arrow will pierce them. They will stagger backward, destroyed by those they spoke against. All who see it happening will scoff at them. Then everyone shall stand in awe and confess the greatness of the miracles of God. At last, they will realize what amazing things he does. And the godly shall rejoice in the Lord and trust and praise him. Psalm 94 Lord God, to whom vengeance belongs, let your glory shine out. Arise and judge the earth. Sentence the proud to the penalties they deserve. Lord, how long shall the wicked be allowed to triumph and exalt? Hear their insolence, see their arrogance. How these men of evil boast. See them oppressing your people, O Lord, afflicting those you love. They murder widows, immigrants, and orphans, for the Lord isn't looking, they say, and besides, he doesn't care. Fools, is God deaf and blind, he who makes ears and eyes? He punishes the nations. Won't he also punish you? He knows everything. Doesn't he also know what you are doing? 
The Lord is fully aware of how limited and futile the thoughts of mankind are, so He helps us by punishing us. This makes us follow His paths and gives us respite from our enemies while God traps them and destroys them. The Lord will not forsake His people, for they are His prize. Judgment will again be just, and all the upright will rejoice. Who will protect me from the wicked? Who will be my shield? I would have died unless the Lord had helped me. I screamed, I am slipping, Lord, and he was kind and saved me. Lord, when doubts fill my mind, when my heart is in turmoil, quiet me and give me renewed hope and cheer. Will you permit a corrupt government to rule under your protection, a government permitting wrong to defeat right? Do you approve of those who condemn the innocent to death? No. The Lord my God is my fortress, the mighty rock where I can hide. God has made the sins of evil men to boomerang upon them. He will destroy them by their own plans. Jehovah our God will cut them off. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 124. If the Lord had not been on our side, let all Israel admit it. If the Lord had not been on our side, we would have been swallowed alive by our enemies, destroyed by their anger. We would have drowned beneath the flood of those men's fury and pride. Blessed be Jehovah who has not let them devour us. We have escaped with our lives as the bird from a hunter's snare. The snare is broken and we are free. Our help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. We have heard some powerful psalms today. We have been invited to come into the presence of the Lord and to taste and see that He is good all the time, regardless of whatever is happening in our life right now. I get that life is just challenging and flat out hard sometimes, but God is still good. He is good when you are winning at the game of life and he is equally good when your life as you knew it is just simply gone. Thousands upon thousands around the world have experienced loss unimaginable due to illness, war, famine, and other natural disasters like Hurricane Ian that wreaked unimaginable destruction of communities across several countries. When horrible events upset your life, do you ever wonder where God is? Do you wonder if you have done something to incur the wrath of God? God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. God does not change because our current situation took a turn for the worse. God is still there, and He is still waiting for you to come to him. In Psalm 4, we heard a way to pray when disaster hits and a promise and instruction. Mark this well, the Lord has set apart the redeemed for himself. Therefore, he will listen to me and answer when I call to him. Stand before the Lord in awe and do not sin against him. Lie quietly upon your bed in silent meditation. Put your trust in the Lord and offer Him pleasing sacrifices. 
At the end of the day, when we place our cares before the Lord, we can be sure that He has heard us, and even before we pray, God is already working out the details. I've personally experienced this many times when God delivered an answer to prayer the same day that I prayed that I needed Him to intervene and to help. Once it was a notification that I had won a prize for several thousand dollars, income that we needed to prepare our home to receive three young children for a season. That letter was delivered the same day that I prayed, and yes, many might say, well, that was just coincidence. I know that it was God's perfect timing. Another time was for a vehicle that was large enough to transport these additional children. I prayed that heart cry to the Lord on the way to court, and the person I sat down next to told me they were gifting me a van that they owned. Less than 30 minutes had passed from the time I prayed that prayer and when God provided an answer. And between those two times, I had spoken to no one. I'm not sure how God will deliver in your life, but God is faithful to provide. Sometimes it is a physical answer like income or a vehicle, and sometimes it's a sense of peace that is needed to just keep breathing through the hard journey that you're navigating. Psalm 34 clearly states it best, Oh, put God to the test and see how kind He is. See for yourself the way His mercies shower down on all who trust in Him. If you belong to the Lord, reverence Him, for everyone who does this has everything He needs. Even strong lions sometimes go hungry, but those of us who reverence the Lord will never lack any good thing. Seriously, if God will provide for the birds of the air, and the flowers of the field. Jesus used that analogy. How much more will he do for his own sons and daughters? Now I wanna switch gears for just a moment. Tonight at sunset begins the second fall feast of the Lord spoken of in Leviticus chapter 23, Yom Kippur, also known as the Day of Atonement. This was the day that the Lord God decreed that all Israel was to come and atone for the sins of the past 365 days. This was a day that God's people did not eat or work. It was a very serious and solemn day to get right with the Lord, and yes, an animal sacrifice was required for each family. As a redeemed woman or man of God, through our Lord Yeshua, Jesus Christ, he paid the ultimate price once for all on the cross for my sin and for your sin. And yes, there are religious people who say, therefore, I am legalistic if I choose to observe this feast. I beg to differ. But if you come by our house this evening, it will look from the outside very normal. I choose to observe this 24-hour period, sunset to sunset, unto the Lord as He leads and as He guides me. It is a time of reflection of all that Jesus did to set me free from sin and death and to be amazed that I am redeemed and I am one of God's chosen ones. 
Every person needs to decide for themselves how to walk out what God's Word says. Seven years ago, we brought my husband's 95-year-old dad into our home who was in frail health. We wanted to provide him with a safe, loving environment to live out the remainder of his days. When he decided that he wanted to live with us, we also made it known that he would be going to church with us each Sunday as he could not be left unattended. One day, he heard our pastor, Dr. Youssef, talk about reading through the Bible in a year. Daddy Bill wanted to know why no one had ever told him that he was supposed to read the Bible. He was 95 years old, guys. He really did not know that God had given him this precious treasury of how to live life according to God's precepts. I honestly had no easy answers for why the church that his family had attended for over 80 years did not encourage the members or visitors to read the Bible. This is why I am sort of audacious and will bring things that the Bible clearly states we are to do, like observing and celebrating God through the feasts spoken of in the book of Leviticus. It is why I do as instructed in Psalm 34. I will praise the Lord no matter what happens. I will constantly speak of his glories and grace. I will boast of all his kindness to me. Why do I do this? So that all who are discouraged can take heart. They can know that God is real, that he loves them, he has a plan for redemption, and they don't have to live in sin and in darkness. It is to encourage each one of you to join me and for us together to praise the Lord together to exalt his name, Maranatha. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you. We thank you for the new beginnings, for fresh mercies, and a vista of opportunities ahead of us this month and this year. Thank you for inviting us to bring our burdens to you and to trust you to do good. For you to be at work in our life as we strive to lean in closer to you, trusting and believing that you will move, that you do answer our prayers. We desire and are seeking to learn from you how we are to navigate this life's journey. We're so grateful that you have given us a life handbook within the pages of your holy living word. It is often challenging to understand how something that was written thousands of years ago could even be even a little bit relevant to our lives today. But it is, and we thank you for the testimonies of the men who lived under similar harsh moments of struggle, who instead of doing whatever they thought was best, instead cried out to you for help. And the testimonies of your faithfulness reminds us that you are still faithful, that you are true. You have not abandoned us. Thank you, Jesus, for walking out our human days. You get our struggles, our temptations, the pressures along with the attacks of wickedness and evil that desire to destroy us, to capture us by whatever tricks, traps, temptations will lure us towards destruction. 
We worship you for being our Lord, for being our High Priest that has finished the work of atonement for us once for all. Thank you for these set times to focus and worship you, Lord, in spirit and truth, as you have instructed us to do in your word. Each of us are eager to learn all that you will pour into our life. We ask that you continue the work that you have begun in each one of us. We are hungry and we are thirsty for all that you will place into our life today. And enable us to fully know, to fully comprehend, and fully receive all that you will impart to each one of us. Holy Spirit, we humbly ask that you would be active in our life, teaching us the stuff to get rid of out of our life today that does not bring glory and honor to God. We ask in Jesus' holy name, Amen. So on a personal note, getting back into the rhythm of producing the daily podcast is, okay, in a word, bumpy. Our life has drastically changed a lot since January. My office is now shared with our fur babies, night or rest zones. So if you happen to hear what sounds like a whine or rattling, it's probably Kona or Piper moving into or out of their crate or trying to tell me that they need some attention. I also discontinued several subscriptions back in the spring as it did not make sense to continue to pay for services that were not being used. Now I'm trying to find workarounds instead of spending funds or going into debt. I now have a physical handicap that makes normal working on the computer a lot harder, a lot more challenging. But how can I justify acquiring additional equipment at this moment in time? So I'm just putting this out here. There's a fundraiser that has been created to address these needs. I'm working as best I can with what is at hand throughout this month. Here's the link to get more information. tinyurl.com backslash give psalms cast all one word it'll also be on the facebook page and also a special shout out to Teresa and susan for all the love and encouragement that you both poured out on me i'm so appreciative of your words of encouragement and yes i would love to hear from others who are listening i'd love to know about you and why you are listening here are the ways that you can connect. The phone number in the United States for incoming voice messages or text messages is 470-240-1509. If you're outside the United States, I encourage you to use WhatsApp. That number is 1-470-240-1509. You can also email messages to psalmscast at gmail.com or you can participate on Facebook page of psalmscast. That's it for today guys. I am Denise. I love you. I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.